your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. What is today is Peter Campbell. He's with the Financial Times, and uh, he is the global motor industry correspondent. In other words, whatever goes on in the whole world, Peter knows about it and knows what's going on. Well, today, Tesla uh, said they're recalling every vehicle, just about every vehicle they ever sold, like two million. Uh, uh, Peter Campbell, what, what, what goes on with these uh, Teslas? Uh, thanks. It's great to be with you again. So when they say recall, it's very easy to get the image of you know, cars going into a garage and waiting for spare parts. And it's all takes a long time and is very expensive. What Tesla's doing is they're rolling out a software fix for almost all the cars they ever sold in the U.S. And it's over um, it's over a system that they have that allows cars to stay in lane and accelerate and brake themselves, which Tesla calls autopilot. Um we can get onto the naming of that in a second, but there was a there was an investigation by the uh, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration into Teslas that had accidents while using this system, and the regulator NHTSA has said that they have to recall or they have to fix these two million vehicles, not because there's anything wrong with the driving systems in them, but because of the way the car monitors the driver while the system's in operation. Now, it's kind of quite important to understand that whenever this autopilot system is turned on, the driver still has to remain in control. You have to keep your eyes on the road. You have to keep your hands on the wheel. And what NHTSA, the regulator, said was that the system is open to uh, not being used properly, that Tesla's safety warnings have to be much bigger. And so if you're driving along in it and you turn on autopilot and you take your hands off the wheel, um, Tesla has to give you much bigger warnings uh, to put your hands back on the wheel and to pay attention. And there have been there have been several accidents using this technology. Uh, there have been several fatalities involving this technology. And it's almost always been when people were not paying attention properly or were using it in the wrong place, right? This technology is supposed to work between white lines on lanes. But if people are using it in the wrong place, you know, the car will sometimes go in the wrong direction. So that's what that's what comes down to the heart of this. Uh, understood. Uh, you know, the only time, you know, I, 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 I don't own an Uber. I don't plan to own an Uber. Uh, but uh, when I'm using, I'm, I mean, I meant the Tesla. But when I'm, um, the only time I'm in a Tesla is when I'm using Uber. And um, uh, the only time I get nervous is you have to press a button that's electric to have the door open. And I said to the driver, well, if your power is off, what opens the door if you press the button? Have you ever had that experience, uh, Peter? You've had, uh, it's true, all of the, all of the uh, systems inside Tesla use uh, electronics. I mean, that's actually quite common for a lot of other cars as well. You see other electric cars have similar systems. Uh, there have been issues in the past with some Tesla cars. People were unable to get out of them. Broadly, that's uh, you know much much less of an issue than uh, the potential for um, yeah, the fix on the autopilot system that we've been uh, hearing about from the regulator. And it is just worth saying one thing uh, on that, on the, on the self-driving uh, system, is that actually it's incredibly easy when you're a driver and the system is turned on to think that the car is driving itself when it's it's not, and to think that the system's much more effective than it is. And so this is why Tesla needs to have these much bigger warnings in the vehicle to try and keep people alert, to try and keep them, you know, focused on the road when they're behind the wheel. 
I was with some friends the other day. Uh, they're CEO of a very large insurance company. And uh, they were concerned that uh, with all the fires, uh, uh, electric car, electric vehicles were having. And I said to them, what happens if you own a private home and you have a fire uh, in the garage? Are you going to be insuring the homes? And uh, he didn't have an answer for that. It's true that we've seen uh, insurance costs for electric vehicles increase faster than other insurance costs for other vehicles. Uh, although still, you know, the, uh, the number of electric vehicle fires is incredibly small compared to the number of electric vehicles. It's just that every time there is a fire, uh, the media writes about it, right? So that's partly our fault, apologies. Um, but there is, uh, you know, so that might have created the impression that electric vehicles are far more likely to go up in flames than other vehicles. But the insurance industry uh, finds that repairing electric vehicles is very expensive. That's true. And so that's why insurance costs have gone up a lot for EVs compared to for gas vehicles. Um, but, there, you know, there is this perception around EV fires, which is, uh, which is broadly not fair, I think. Uh, I understand about fair and not fair, but everybody uh, worries. And that's what uh, it's all about sometimes. But Peter Campbell. Thank you for your update. I look forward to talking to you more about updates in the automobile industry. And the Financial Times is a worldwide paper. And thank you for your input. Thanks very much.